Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is professional wrestling legend, downtown Bruno, who is privileged enough to be on the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 86, and we're talking about WWE Fastlane. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. You know what? Let's just start the fucking show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. I am Dan. And we're here to talk some bullshit pay-per-view <laughs> that was this past weekend. WWE Fastlane, you can go kiss my fucking ass, WWE. This seriously, <laughs> WCW Sin called and said, man, that was a bad pay-per-view. <laughs> I mean, yep. that that seriously was one of the worst Put together pay per views I have ever watched with the WWE. I mean, it, it's just been. It was just some. I get some some of the decisions that were made, but all of I, there was. If you it, their thought had to be, hey, let's just fuck this whole show up from top to bottom, barring one match from this pay per view. It was a sh- one of the shittiest pay per views they put on. I agree. That Jinder Mahal match was amazing. No, no. That's not, no. <laughs> I don't even want to fucking joke. I mean, it, 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 that Neville Ooh. Neville and Gallagher are awesome. Were, ha, they yes, had an awesome yes. match. but That was match of the night. Everything else Neville, was Neville shit. Neville and Gallagher were match of the night, uh, unbelievably. I mean, you had that filler crap with Rusev and Jinder Mahal that was just it was just <laughs> trying to fill three hours the, of content. By the second match of that little excursion or whatever you want to call it into whatever storyline was happening there by that second match it felt like an episode of monday night raw yes it did it was drawn out bad episode of monday night raw well you as if there's well you know what i will give the WWE credit (laughs) every once in a while they do pull out but it's just you know if you're having trouble filling that much time on a pay-per-view make your pay-per-view two hours who says all these pay-per-views have to be three hours? Yeah. Especially with the small roster like you have on Raw. If you're not, if you're going to have, let's just go through the card. Let's just go <laughs> through this whole fucking card. All right. Pre- fuck the pre-show because that okay, was just I, about. Because I didn't watch much of it either. Anyway. That was just about probably as just about as dumb as the rest of the fucking pay-per-view. All right. Samoa Joe defeated Sami Zayn. All right, match. All right, match. I mean, it was a good match. It was it was a good match, but I expect so much more from. Guys like Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn, I do too. And Zayn did not get in a whole lot, right? Uh, at mm-hmm. all, really. You know, um, you know, it was all it was all Joe for a good portion of the match, right? Um, it was ninety percent Joe, really. And it, you know, it was built to get him over as a badass, which you know, I, I guess that's Sami Zayn's role right now. Just get destroyed by everybody. Yeah, I mean, just hey. 
we got this new guy that we need to get some heat on. Let's put him. Hey, Braun Strowman, go beat the shit out of Sami Zayn for 45 minutes. Or Samoa Joe, give me 20 of an ass whooping on Sami Zayn. Okay, sure. I'm sure Sami Zayn loves it. Yeah. So that was an all right match. He still gets paid. Yeah, that's right. That was an all right match. Uh, it did what it was supposed to do. Uh, you know, start off the show all right, I guess. Uh, but that's really all I can say about it. I mean, it. I know they didn't really want to hurt Zayn, but I think the match should have been shorter. Yeah. I mean, it should have been just – I mean, it, it was Joe dominating the entire time, but it could have been a lot shorter and just got the point across the well, same. But then they would have had to fill more time with <laughs> stupid shit on this show. They didn't, okay. Next match. <laughs> Raw Tag Team Championship. Gallows and Anderson defeated Enzo and Cass. I mean, yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wasn't anything wrong with the match, but it also wasn't anything spectacular that you know we're gonna sit here and talk it ten was, minutes. It was about. a it was a episode of Raw quality match. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting the big treatment on these shows. These B this and I'm actually gonna call this an F show. Not a B show or anything like that. Not the A. It was an F show because for favorite. No, I no. have nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> like I said, you know. Hey, you know what? December to dismember called. They they said, man, that was a rough show. <laughs> Mike, your thoughts? Like I said, it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't anything special. I mean, it was just a match. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're just, you know, at the point now where they're just wanting to protect everybody before WrestleMania. I think that's it. Well, then, really okay, do. I have a simpler solution to that. Don't put <laughs> don't on the fucking view. show. Yeah, I understand. Ne- ne- Dan, any more thoughts on on the eh, <laughs> on, your, on the eh match tag match? On the tag match, no. It was just it, like I said. It, it the tag match. It was it was strictly a raw an episode of Monday Night Raw quality match. There was nothing spectacular about it. There was nothing that stood out about it. You know, um all I I noticed all through the night that the commentators were really trying to get the matches over, you know, and make them more than what they were and they did a good job of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time the matches just didn't deliver. And this was one of those times, you know, to, I heard the commentators constantly saying, <laughs> oh, uh, you know, Enzo and Cass, they, you know, they've talked about it. They have to have those titles to cement their legacy and and know that they've made it the big time and everything, you know, and they were constantly saying stuff like that, which was good. It got me involved. It made me think, well, you know, what's going to happen during the match? But then at the same time, nothing happened during the match. Right. <laughs> it was just, you know. Um, our Shin Solid has said it best in our chat room which you can join at mixlr.com slash podcast. F for fucking bullshit. (laughs) 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 Next match. Sasha Banks defeated Nia Jax. Okay. I was shocked by this one. I I was shocked by that one too. You know, uh, Chris Hero, Cassius Ono, whatever you want to call him these days, said a match should end, a match could end at any time. I get that. Uh, but I mean, did Sasha need this win to look credible for WrestleMania? Is that the only reason she got it? What I've heard and read is that she botched the the ending. She was when she bridged back. She was supposed to hold on the ropes, you know, to kind of tease more of a heel turn, and that's how she beat her. 
but she was positioned wrong and couldn't reach the rope. Oh. That's why she was just like, oh, okay, fuck it, I'll just bridge. Okay. But, you know, it, it would have had, you know, outcome would have been the same, but, you know, <laughs> we would have viewed it differently if she was able to grab the ropes. Because yeah. it would be like, oh, okay, she kind of cheated to win. That would change the complexity of everything right. just a little bit. So it was an all right match. You know, it seemed, was it kind of quick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's see. And it was, you know, like I said, I was kind of shocked that she won, but now seeing or reading what yeah, if that was, you know, that potentially was, should have happened. If that was the botch, sense. then yeah, that's a that's a big screw up. Next. Or did Dan have anything to say on oh, that Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, it was, you know, again, a raw quality match. You know, nothing spectacular out of this one. Uh, I really honestly not look. I don't look for anything spectacular in a Nia Jax match anymore. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but would you say that to her face? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Do you see Lawler kind of got a little heat on him this past week for something he said on the Raw post show? Or uh-uh, the, I didn't see it. He said, um, uh, "Let me see if I can find the quote." Which I get what he was trying to say, but it really didn't. Who got heat? <laughs> Lawler. Oh. Well, he doesn't really have much of a job with him anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get heat when you're on the camera for 20 seconds or so. Let's see. Uh here's uh here's the clip. Let me see if I can let me find it on my iPad here, but you know, you just mean I mean the size discrepancy <laughs> uh, alone. I mean, she's uh not really. She's really not like most girls. I mean, she's the biggest girl we have on this women's division and um she got hit by a car once, and it took three surgeons to remove it. Wow, that's great. She's big. I'm she's... telling you, she's big. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I had my game plan. Um, I knew what I, I was up against. So I, I think I get what the point he was trying to make right. there, but in that case, I think it's better for him just to not say anything at all. It, if if, oh, if it would have been a, If it would have been about Mark Henry, there wouldn't have been any controversy, but because – you know, it right. was a female, and and that d- wouldn't surprise me if someone kind of said, "Hey, Lawler, kind of make a joke about her," you know, because she's the only woman woman on the roster that they're talking about her weight, right? Which I, it, yeah, I don't think it should be, I don't think her weight should be a part of it anyway. Just go out there and make her look like a monster and tell her, "Damn, this woman is destructive and right. everything like that." It, it, her weight or anything like that should not be involved in it at all anyway. Next match, Mike. Cesaro defeated Jinder Mahal. Who gives a flying fuck? It wasn't a bad match. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it was it was pointless filler. Uh, but it was just so bad, and and you knew what they were trying to do. You knew what this was going to all lead to the whole pay per view show. Yeah, I mean, I knew, but we knew that before they did filler matches. I mean, and we knew how that was going to end. Mm. You you didn't want to admit it, but mm. you knew it was going to end that way. Mm. Okay, whatever, whatever. But I mean, the match was okay. It yeah. wasn't bad. It was you know. I mean, it was a Cesaro match. Listen, you couldn't listen, complain. Look at the first on the pre-show. I know we're going to talk about it. The match time was nine twenty nine minutes twenty five seconds. Joe and Balor was, or Joe and Zayn were nine minutes forty five seconds. Tag match was eight minutes forty seconds. Nia Jax and Sasha Banks eight minutes fifteen seconds. Cesaro and Jinder Mahal was eight minutes and twenty seconds. And I mean, it does. You can't throw in a one fifteen. You can't make your tag match there 15 minutes. You can't make your, I don't know. You, uh, to me, the Samoa Joe-Sammy Zayn match, uh, match could have been knocked down to about five minutes. 
Yeah. Let Not, him like go I said, in. I think it should have been shorter. Yeah, let him go in there, go beat his ass, choke him out, and get out of there. Yeah. You know, give some, you know, knock him down, act like you're going to pin him, pull him up, beat his ass a little bit more. Yeah, you know, that's an old heel tactic that's just not used yeah. anymore these days. Nia Jax did it when she was doing her doing her beat up on Jabba right. Rance, grabbing someone by the hair and let him up and then having some more fun. Dan, did you ever get to do that when you were wrestling? What? The heel move of, like, when you have a guy, you know he's beaten, but you lift his shoulders off on the mat just so you can beat him up a little bit more. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've done it. Why? Do, why don't more heels do that? Uh, the the art of getting heat is a lost art, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some guys are naturals at it, and some guys, you know, <clears throat> Braun Strowman should be doing that about every match, every match that's not Roman mm-hmm. Reigns. Which I mean, I would say, you know. You can't do it too much, or it loses its luster, or whatever. But well, the point the point with Braun Strowman is is that he can he's he's like a Goldberg, you know, to a certain extent. You know, um, a power slam from Roman Reigns doesn't hurt so much, but a power slam from Braun Strowman will kill you. you right. Know? Yep. Yep. That's what they're trying to get over. You know. Yep. Next match. Big Show defeated Rusev. Who gives a flying fuck? The best thing about this match was Rusev's new haircut. That's the best thing that was about this match. And it sucks that Rusev has to be a sacrificial lamb to the big show for some fucking reason. There's rumors that he has heat on him right now. Who, Rusev? Yeah. Because he got a haircut? That's one of them. Really? He got a haircut without talking to Vince about it. Oh, cry me a fucking river. Jesus Christ. If that's true, that's stupid. Well, yeah, but... But oh, that, that's, that, that's just that's in the so, rumor mill right now. Oh, my God. Oh, oh he got a haircut. Oh, I don't like it. I mean, I wonder if Big Show talked to Vince about losing weight. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, you know, um, I got nothing. I can't really think of anything else. Maybe Sa- what if Sasha said, I'm not wearing hair extensions tonight, you know. Or, I'm sure Vince, <laughs> ah, no. We're going to have long hair so you can grab it. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. This match, I, I did like the spot where uh, Rusev was um, laying down on the ground and Big Show just hauled off and gave him one good knockout punch. Oh, when he had him in the corner? Yeah. yeah. When, he had, yeah. He had yeah. Back, when he was just slouched in the corner and Big Show just gave him one haymaker. I mean, he he pretty much destroyed him. And let's not, let's not forget that Rusev destroyed Big Show when he first came to the roster. You know, they were doing that, you know, American challenge and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, and then uh, Big Show was the one that ripped down the Russian flag and everything. And, you know, they went to pay-per-view with it, and, and Rusev ended up beating Big Show, you know, making him submit with that uh, camel clutch. So, I mean, this is like turnabout is fair play times 10, you know? <laughs> the Big Show's in much better shape now, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big Show's lost an entire Big Show of weight. Exactly, so. yeah. <laughs> Next match. Cruiserweight Championship. Neville defeated Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Match of the night. It was a match, great match of the night. Match of the night. It was. Uh, you know, you got to see so much of this match, and one thing I like that they're doing with Gallagher is he's a cruiserweight, but he's not a flyer. So when he actually does some sort of flying move, it adds a lot more. Um, what's the word? It makes it a lot more special when he actually does right. go through the air. When he flew through the ropes and landed, I, I, I loved it. 
I loved it. Yeah, it, add, it adds flair to the match when somebody who doesn't normally fly flies. Yep, and so. we um, Neville had to pull out the red arrow yeah. to get the win on Jack Gallagher, which makes it even more special. Which is still the prettiest. And he hit move it so in. hard he did a front somersault after he hit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah. that was that was that was match of the night definitely. And yes. I, I gotta say Gallagher actually surprised me. I mean it just and the crowd surprised me too because they got into the they got into the cruiserweight matches. Yeah, they were this into the a, match. This was an odd crowd to, at a pay per view. They actually got into the cruiserweight matches. Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, it was an hour and a half away from Chicago, so you know some of those fans. Oh yeah. Some of those Chicago fans came down, so they're going to appreciate. Something good now. I mean, even watching Raw the next night, you saw some of the same fans that were in the crowd at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, well, you always see those guys too, like that douchebag. And that was Brock one Lesnar hell of or... a German suplex that Gallagher took. He got dumped on his head. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. I think he took the ropes face first or something after he after like Neville ducked a clothesline. Gallagher took the ropes face first and then went right back into Neville, who German the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me or do those? I love I love seeing those draping German suplexes where the guy's just hanging there and then all of a sudden it's just one hard snap and they're on the back of their head. I love. And the Gallagher yeah, headbutts. I love it. I'll, yeah, Gallagher throws some of the best <laughs> headbutts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, match of the night easily. I loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. What was the next match? Roman Reigns defeated Braun Strowman. This is where a lot of the shit, the, the main problem with this pay-per-view did. You have you have this, you have have this Roman Reigns losing to Braun Strowman because I guess they want him to look strong for The Undertaker, which I don't think he needs that win. And you, it, this was Braun's first singles loss, right? He was, unde- yeah. he was undefeated. So you just sacrificed... Your monster, who's been undefeated since the brand split at Fastlane. And I said the pay-per-view name right this time. Yes, you did. Uh, but at Fastlane, you have Braun Strowman losing an undefeated streak. That is something that you build up, you build up, you build up, and finally a face just gets an out-of-nowhere win at a huge show. It needs to be a moment for Braun Strowman to lose. I agree. I would have even gone with Undertaker interfering to cost Roman. See, that's what I was. That's what I called happening. Undertaker, a clean win over Braun Strowman. Come on. Yep, and it it was it was actually the um, longest match of the night. What the fuck was on Roman's feet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to talk about his magic shoes or whatever the fuck that uh, joke. Uh, you know, it, it's those uh, Roman Reigns Air Force Ones. Get them now; they make you look strong. Hey, hey. <laughs> get them two pair. I need two pair because I need to get to stop it in my Air Force Ones. So yeah, you know that just a huge clusterfuck of a show. I would have even accepted like a double countout. You know, they just start fighting all over the arena, right, or something like that. But don't. Put Reigns over clean just so you can kind of make him look like a credible threat to the Undertaker at WrestleMania. And uh, next match. W- would I have preferred a Go different ahead. finish to it? Yes, but other than that, I didn't have a problem with the match. It was at an all. all right match. It was. I an thought all right it was match. a great match. You know, but a good match is only was, a match is I, only I, as good I as I enjoyed finish. the match. Hated the finish. Yeah, but I was it not terrifying seeing Strowman fly off the top rope? 
Yeah, granted, Holy that's... Holy hell. Granted, <laughs> you know, he did something he hadn't done, and that's what cost him. I get that, but yeah. I just... But, I mean, he took it took a lot to beat him. Yeah. I mean, at least they sold that. I mean, he went through a few Superman punches, spears, and then it took, you know, the whole flying off the top rope, missing, and then, you know, another finisher. Yeah, I get that. I just don't think it's the right time to have Braun beaten. Right. I mean, all it was it, it, was... It was, it was the was wrong timing. time to kill the momentum. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next match... <clears throat> Raw Women's Championship. Bailey defeated Charlotte. Fuck this match. I love Bailey. I oh, love. You didn't Sh- like this match? I, I, no, <laughs> no. I love Bailey and I love Charlotte. This was some of their worst work, I think, since they've been on the main roster. Bailey tried that springboard something. Oh yeah, that and completely missed. Yeah. Uh, so, here's my biggest problem with the match. It's not labeled a no DQ match. It's not labeled anything like that. Sasha comes out there and starts whipping Charlotte's ass. Like, attacking her. And the ref's just like, hey, you gotta get out of here. Where's it? Well, she didn't really attack her. I mean, the the whole thing is, she ran out there to interfere. Charlotte jumped her, but you know, there was no offense from Sasha, so it wasn't a disqualification. Are you sure? I thought Sasha got a hit on it. It was still screwed up. It was just stupid. It looked looked like she threw a punch at her to start with. Right. You know, it was obvious that Charlotte was supposed to get the upper hand out of the exchange when the ref didn't call for the Right. So, So not only do you have that shit going on, but then you have Charlotte, who the past four to six months has labeled herself the queen of pay-per-views. She does... You're going to have her fucking lose her pay-per-view winning streak at Fastlane. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, just, yep. it just doesn't the, make a goddamn bit of sense. The, the problem with all of this that's going on now with this feud is the fact that the title in this feud is not the prominent feature. It's still yep. about Sasha Banks. Uh, need to go into our chat room. Shin said something back going back to Lana Rusev. WWE is known for doing dumb stuff backstage. Vince tried to break Rusev and Lana up because he thought Lana was too hot for him. Yeah. I remember that story, I remember too. that. Yeah. Whatever. That's just... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the the women's championship feud right now is all about Sasha Banks, and she's not even technically a part of the feud. Right. And, and now... That, that's what's taken away from this match. So, yeah, that's just... You know, I mean, I love Sasha and everything about it. It's just they're putting the focus on the wrong part right now. Yep. And to top it all off, then after that... You have it's it's a combination of everything that pissed me off about this pay per view. It's not just that Goldberg beat Kevin Owens in twenty one seconds, which was stupid as it is. It's not just that Charlotte lost her pay per view streak. It's not just that Braun Strowman lost an undefeated streak. It's that you did all of these fucking things on the same fucking night. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it just yeah. seems like it, it it just seems like they had no idea what they wanted to do. With this pay-per-view, and they didn't want to put Goldberg through a long match because they didn't want him to get hurt for WrestleMania, and it. <sighs> well, no, that would. I don't think that was the reason. No, nope, that's they didn't that's go one of the re- that's that is one of the reasons that they they didn't want to risk Goldberg getting hurt before WrestleMania on this match, and you know. No, no. That's they, just a report I read. A, that's a, just a minute and a minute thirty beating Brock Lesnar. Okay, a minute thirty to beat Brock Lesnar. Any other man needs to be shorter than that. That that was that's why. my argument too. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I did read the same thing about how they are wanting to protect Goldberg right now going into WrestleMania, but it's like I said last week when we were doing the predictions. I mean, you 
you can't have Kevin Owens win or last longer than Brock Lesnar because then that says he's bigger than Brock Lesnar. And in their minds, they can't do that, regardless of who holds the championship at the time. in the same light, it makes Goldberg, I think, look weak. Why? Because it took Chris Jericho. It wasn't on Brock that he beat him in 21 seconds. It took a distraction from Chris Jericho for him to beat Kevin Owens so quickly. Somewhat, because so, I mean, no, the match no, no. not th- somewhat, not somewhat. That's what it took. Well, no, the match hadn't even started until Jericho showed up. Well, it's still he you know. needed Chris Jericho. It makes him look weak for him needing a distraction from Chris Jericho to beat Kevin Owens. And I've seen a lot of gifts. Kevin Owens was not happy with what he was having to do with this show. He was not happy whatsoever, and I wouldn't have been either. You've worked your ass off day in, day out. You know, you've been hurt, sick. You know, you miss your kids, your wife, your family, and he's out on the road. What, Dan? How how often is would a guy like Kevin Owens be on the road? A week? He's been on. Uh, he's in a week. Uh, about six, five, six days a week. Five, six days yeah. a week, doing live events, doing Raw, doing the pay per views when they come up, and this fucking part timer. And I'm gonna. I don't want to hear the money word draw or anything like that. He's a fucking part timer. Comes in and beats him in 21 seconds. I would have been pissed too. Kevin Owens, in my opinion, deserved the right to walk into WrestleMania holding the WWE Universal Championship. Brock and Goldberg does not need to be for the title. Was I'll tri- agree with you there. With it Triple H? It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. Tri- with Triple H and Undertaker, did there need to be a title? No. Those two guys, it was just a larger-than-life event. That's what they needed to do. Kevin Owens earned the right with how, you know, going to all these events, going across – I mean, we're not just talking traveling across the country. We're tra- talking about traveling all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, dealing with jet lag, travel, people at airports, which is a whole other fucking topic <laughs> that pisses me off because mm-hmm. Seth Rollins called some people out on that bullshit, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Right. But it just, it just when you add all that up and you're doing it t- because a part-timer can have the title going into Mania just so he can lose it again to Brock because Brock's going to come out of the champion as yeah. a champion, right? Yeah. It just – that decision to me I think is a horrible fucking decision on behalf of WWE. They uh, they put out the uh, fan survey. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, like I, I forgot what the survey's called, but it's, you know, it's the what did you think of this pay-per-view, you know? And, uh, you know, I kind of raked them over the coals. <laughs> I don't think they would have liked my survey when I turned it in. Um, but <laughs> one of the questions, uh, one of the follow-up questions at the end of the survey asked me, would I be watching WrestleMania? And who did I think was going to walk out with the title at WrestleMania? And I put Brock Lesnar. And I had to think about that. And I was like, man, they're gauging what people expect. You know, maybe they're going to do the unexpected. You never know. Maybe they, you know let Goldberg go through and retire with the title when he comes out the other side, you know? Whatever. Don't fucking Just vacate it afterwards, yeah. I'm just... Exactly. It's just, you know, we we saw this match, and uh, we saw this match years ago. What what, what was it, WrestleMania? 20. 20. We saw this match. It was shit. It's going to be the shits again. Brock Lesnar is a destructive idiot. He's a shitty worker, and he's working with another shitty worker in Goldberg. And you know, I'm I'm not a professional wrestler. I never have been. I never will be. But go back and watch a Goldberg match now that you've grown up. He was he was not the matches were not that good. 
No. But it was just <laughs> It was know. hype. He was yeah. all hype. And I get that. He was a he was a product of great right. marketing. But I mean honestly, I've always well, had that I'll same tell you the opinion. The abomination I ever saw <clears throat> was uh and it was it was absolutely horrible. It was horrifying. And uh, you know that face that uh, the people made when uh, the girl got a hold of him in the ring? You know, it was that horrifying face I made uh, after watching this match. <laughs> and uh, it was it was uh, Goldberg versus Mongo McMichaels in a tables match. Oh, my God. On yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this and is... this match was longer than any Goldberg match I have ever seen. And from top to bottom, it was terrible because Mongo, when he bumped, he'd stay down for five seconds and he'd get right back up again. And so he was. I don't know if it was like something personal that Mongo just did not want to bump for Goldberg and stay down or what. But every time he got hit with something, he'd stay down for about a five count and he'd get right back up again, like hit, nothing hit him. Uh, <laughs> and so that made the match just kind of drag along. And this match went on for like twenty to twenty-five minutes, you know. And it was just constantly Goldberg hitting Mongo Michael with something and him just getting right back up again and then Mongo would hit Goldberg with something and Goldberg would get right back up again, you know, it's just them basically hitting each other with moves and seeing what would stick, you know? <laughs> Remember when uh, Goldberg got completely shown up by uh, Regal? Well, I mean, they, they just proved him that, you know, okay, yeah, he really can't wrestle. So, <laughs> but like, but going back to what you were talking about about you know him not really being you know ever having really good matches and just being you know hype and just popular, right? I always had the same view about Hogan. Hogan never really you know, had just spectacular matches. It was just his showmanship and in the you know 80s, who he was with in the eighties when Hulk Hulkamania was at its high. He actually could put on some good matches. Well, I'll tell you something that will shock you and amaze you is to look up his work in Japan. Mm-hmm. When the bell rings in Japan, Hulk Hogan can wrestle <laughs> and it's amazing. Yep. I mean, you, you, you got to look up some of his Japan stuff and see it to believe it. Cause I mean, it's, it's not, it's not all the hype in Japan. You right. Either, you can, you can either wrestle in Japan or you can't and that's it. So <clears throat> that is Fastlane. I'm glad you brought up Japan because I want to talk a little bit about the New Japan 45th anniversary show. Uh, this was a fun, now I went from watching WWE Fastlane to being pissed off to coming to New Japan Pro Wrestling and was like, "Oh, thank you, Jesus! <laughs> thank you! Thank Can you, you dig it?" <laughs> but um, you know, it was a great show, a lot of fun. Um, there, the opening match was a young lion taking on an older guy. I'm still learning a lot of these names, but uh, next match after that, you got Chaos, which was Gato, Goto, Jado, and Yoshihashi defeating Suzuki Gun, which Davy Boy Smith Jr. is in New Japan Pro Wrestling now. Really? Yeah, he's part of Suzuki Gun. They're a heel stable over there. El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Takamichinoku, who's also in Suzuki Gun. All right. So that was a fun match. Uh, the Bullet Club, uh, which was Bad Luck Fale, Kenny Omega, Tama Tonga, and Tangaloa, and Yujiro Takahashi. I like Takahashi. Takahashi, yeah. Him, him and those Japanese stripper girlfriends or whatever <laughs> he brings on shows. It's always great. Uh, they defeated David Finley, Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Togi Makabe, and Yuji Nagata. Uh, in, and 
you know, uh, Hanma got hurt recently. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I mean, it, they said he's starting to move limbs around. He took like a botched DDT or something like that, and you know he couldn't move, and they had to get yeah. him out. And uh, next, you had Suzuki Gun Tai Chi. Who <laughs> Tai Chi? I guess is this masked opera singer that comes out, and he has like this cane with a mic attached to the end of it. And, like, when you look at the mic, you can see where the cable is supposed to be plugged into, and it's not plugged in, but he's acting like he's singing opera all the way down. It's like, <laughs> you got to do a little bit better than that. But him and Yoshinobu Kanamaru defeated Rapongi Vice to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which, to beat them, yeah. you know, that's a big deal. I love Rapongi Vice. They actually have a triple threat tag team title match for the ROH uh, tag team titles. You know who the ROH tag team champions are now, don't you? The Hardys now, isn't it? Wonderful, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> they surprised. They showed up and beat the Young Bucks for the the they, Bucks of Youth. Uh, the Bucks of Youth for <laughs> that the next Bucks match. Of youth. The next match was probably the best match on this card. Zach Saber Jr. and Katsuyori Shibata. Shibata fucking is the best wrestler in the world right now to me um he had a banger match with Zack saber jr and the ending was crazy <laughs> and it breaks my heart to That's say what you this told me. it breaks my heart to say this Zack saber jr defeated katsuyori shibata for the rev pro title and he joined Suzuki Gun. <laughs> <laughs> he turned. <laughs> so you just had a shit weekend in wrestling, huh? <laughs> well, it, I, I'm happy that he didn't stay with the WWE and he went to New right. Japan and he's going to be a major player in Suzuki Gun. He got a right. shirt. I mean, have you seen this Minoru Suzuki guy? Yeah. You, he's a, Him and Shibata, they're going to have this big clash here in the next couple of months and it's going to be fucking awesome. After that, uh, Tenzan and Kojima defeated Tomohiro Ishii and Toriyanu to win the IWGP Tag Team Champion. Ishii was throwing some stiff shit in that match, man. When does he not? Uh, Ishii is just fucking badass. I'm sorry I'm giving you spoilers. I don't care. That's not going to prevent me from watching something. Uh, Then after that, the best stable in New Japan, Nexus Suzuki Gun, Los Ingobernables de Japón. Bushi, Evil, Sonata, and Tatsuya Naitu defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Kushida, my boy, and Michael Elgin. Juice Robinson, since he has debuted in New Japan, is killing it over there. You know, he was in NXT for a while, and he was not being used the way he should have been used, and New Japan's doing it, and he's putting on some great matches. And Los Ingobernados, I'll never get tired of seeing... Tatsuya Naito enter an arena. You know, he, he I think he is the current IWGP Intercontinental Champion. So he came up the mat out there. He held the title up and then just threw it behind him and came to the ring. It was just awesome. <laughs> uh, Kushida, he's another. If like right now, my favorite wrestler in the world right now is Katsuyori Shibata. Right behind him, like a one B, is Kushida. I love watching Kushida wrestle because he just. He's so smooth. He move. He moves. He's always on the attack. He always. It seems like he's always ready for anything you can throw at him. And he's just a great wrestler. Yeah. After that, we had Takahashi defeated Ryusuke Taguchi to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, the Ticking Time Bomb. And have you seen Taguchi yet? 
the name's familiar. I can't picture him, but I'm this sure dude I have. Is hilarious. Uh, he always he he always seems like he's trying to play mind games and be funny at the same time. Like um, at uh, Honor Rising, he tagged with Dalton Castle, so he did Dalton Castle. Yeah, you told me in that. The ring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's so funny. But Takahashi, the Tinking Time Bomb, is is really fun to watch as well. And he's part of. I think he's a part of Los and Hables de Japón. You're just like saying that. Yes. Now that I can say it correctly. <laughs> so, and then uh, the main event was your boy, Okada. Kazuchika Okada defeated Tiger Mask W. So they had like, I think on uh, over there, Tiger Mask is an anime character. Mm-hmm. And I think on the show, they had a match between Tiger Mask W and a cartoon version of Okada. So they did this match at the 45th anniversary show. And it was very entertaining. A lot of fun. I don't want to break them down, you know. Right, right. I want you to go out there. I want you to subscribe to New Japan World. I want you to watch these shows because if you get if you get going from a shit show like Fastlane to something like this, this these matches were put together very well. They were agented properly. Everything flew well. There wasn't filler. I mean, everything was fun. And New that's why I, you know, as a pro wrestling fan. I love New Japan Pro Wrestling because it's it's pro wrestling. It's not an entertainment show with wrestling on it. All so, of the story is told in the ring. Exactly. And they do the press conferences after each match so, and they that's what you also get on Access TV and yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, New Japan is starting to spread, I think. With Access TV, more and more people are subscribing to New Japan World. I highly recommend you go out there and you check it out. Hey, two quick things I want to say real quick. Sure. Uh, one from Raw, one from SmackDown. Go ahead. SmackDown, AJ Styles and Randy Orton match. It was a good match. It was great. It was a good match. I, I really enjoyed that match. Yeah. Uh, something else from SmackDown, though, the, the whole women's segment. To me, it seemed like it... One or, two, one or two times there, it seemed like they all forgot what they were going to say yeah. or what they were talking about. Because you know everybody kind of put the mic down and they were kind of going back and forth at each other, but it just seemed like, what what are we supposed to do now? What, so what? at WrestleMania, uh, Alexa Bliss now is going to have to defend her title against every, every woman on the SmackDown roster. So who all is that? I mean, it, so we got uh, we had who was in the ring. So we got Mickey James and Natalia and Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. If Naomi comes back, I'm sure she, you know she'll yeah, be involved. Yeah, she would be in it. You know, apparently, you know. Nikki Bella's probably not going to be involved. Well, right. She's already got match. a match. Carmella should be in there. This could yeah. be the match where they just bring back random people to, you know. You know, you know it would be great if they came out uh, the week before WrestleMania and they said, not only are you going to be facing all these women at the same time, it's going to be a ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing. Oh, that would be Ooh. fucking badass. Yeah. And they said there's a stipulation. I think they said there may they may add a stipulation to it. Or Daniel oh, Bryan yeah. said in his promo. So when he was seeing that, I was like, man, say it's going to be a ladder match. That would be that would be awesome to finally get a women's ladder match like that. But then my my little note from Raw, which you probably don't want to hear about. Go ahead. But, no, I want you can discuss it. <laughs> but, <I'm>, you, <laughs> but then again, it may kind of make you happy because it didn't seem right during the whole uh, you know Goldberg coming out. Talking about the title win, Heyman comes out with Brock Lesnar. Heyman's, you know, going off constantly. <laughs> and then he basically ends up saying, you know, the whole, you will be conquered, you'll be this, 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 and then you will be Brock Lesnar's bitch. And Goldberg slowly turns and looks at him, and that's when Lesnar attacks him. 
the problem I had with this is the whole time Goldberg was still holding the title. Yeah. So Brock Lesnar puts him up on his shoulders for the F5, and he's just got the title hanging there. It's one of those dumb things where it's, you know, normally if you have something in your hand, you're going to hit the person with it. But he just kind of let it dangle for a second and then took the F5. Yeah, see? And that bothered me. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about from Raw before we get Shaggy in here for some trivia? Uh, anything else? I'm wrestling. Stephanie watch? looked really good. Okay, cool. Like uh, I said, I, I after <laughs> that pay-per-view, I put it on Twitter. <laughs> I think I said it on this show. I am not watching Raw until after WrestleMania. All right. So I held. To, I'm surprisingly I held to my guns. You know, there's a couple of times I was holding the remotes, like watch something else, go play a card game, go do something, <laughs> stay strong. Then, I, but I, I never say anything about SmackDown, and I never yeah. said anything about NXT. So. And SmackDown was good. Smack, SmackDown yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're well, gonna take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll do Superstar of the Week and get out of here. <laughs> Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. And as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who's your Superstar of the Week? I'm just so fucking ready to be done. I'm pissed off. Let's just do Superstar of the Week so we can get out of here. Uh, we'll say the Hardys Good. for winning the ROH tag titles. Uh, I really can't think of anyone in the WWE that deserves it. Uh, but you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with Zack Sabre Jr. for having that. Uh, incredible match at New Japan, the fourth, 45th anniversary show. Folks, I'm going to let you know what happened. We just lost about an hour, over an hour's worth of content for our trivia segment. And we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you to SharkDropper.com for being letting us be on the Shark Dropper Network. Go check out SharkDropper.com and check out all the podcasts there. Paralyzed, Doppel Avenue, Hurt, Shark Dropper, Word of the Bay, Top 5. All of them are great podcasts, and they are available to you at sharkdropper.com. Also, head over to oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. And check us out on iTunes. While you're there, leave us a five-star review and leave a review. Leave some comments, and we will read them on the air. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.